welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue Light Seltzer Variety Pack. Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number two. That means we welcome in Ross Tucker. Ross, another week to talk. Penn State football and recruiting specifically. Are you ready to roll? Yeah, we got a we got a fun topic this week. I, you know, I was hoping that this would be a topic at some point. Um, so we got a fun one. It'll be good. Yes, we do. I got a real big commitment for the Penn State class of twenty three with Javen Williams. The really cool thing about this, when he made his commitment, he gives a shout out to none other than our good friend Ross Tucker. So we know that you helped him out, Ross, with the recruiting process. It, and if you don't mind, I think our listeners would really love to hear from you all about that recruitment and Javon personally, or Javen. And l- let's start. How did you get to know Javen? Yeah, so um, I want to I kind of go big picture quick. So obviously I think people know I started a recruiting business my last year in the NFL called GoBigRecruiting.com, which is kind of the foundation of all of these things. However, over the years, you know, there have been certain kids that I've known or they've reached out to me or their dads that I've helped on a more individual basis. And I do that, Jim, for no compensation, right? Like, Um, Number one, it's kind of my way of giving back. And number two, truth be told, it does help Go Big Recruiting as a business and our relationships with college coaches if I tell the college coaches about kids that are good, right? Kids they want. So there's people before this, but first one that really jumps out is Alex Anzalone, you know, from my high school of Why Missing Helped him out through the process. He ended up going to Florida. He's going into his sixth year in the NFL now. After that, it was Jan Johnson and uh, Michael Mennett and um, guys like Isaac Lutz is another one. Um, You know, even the Rucci boys, you know, uh, Nolan and Hayden Rucci. Um, Ryan Brubaker, who ended up last year going to South Carolina. So what I always tell people, and Javen Williams is kind of the most recent one, what I always tell people is I can't ever get any of these kids a scholarship. It doesn't work that way. Their own ability, their height, their weight, their academics, that's what gets scholarships. That's what gets offers. The only thing I can do, Jim, and it's 75% because of Go Big Recruiting, 25% because of you know my media profile or whatever. I happen to know a guy on pretty much every staff. And so when I reach out to them and text them and say, hey, this kid's worth looking at, they look. You know, they, they trust me and they watch the kid. And um, a lot of times that turns into offers for kids. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean... Harry Heastan from Notre Dame drove to Reading to see Michael Mennett 
ended up not thinking that Michael was big enough, didn't offer him a scholarship, you know? But my recommendation got Harry Heastan to drive from Philly to Reading to at least look at Michael, right? So that's kind of how it works. It's been really fun and a way in which I can give back to kids to help them. Because what happens is it, it helps expedite the process tremendously and it helps them get all the offers that they get. It helps them get ranked higher. I think a lot of times they would eventually get similar interest. It would just take longer. Whereas I'm able to text these guys, you know, when these kids are maybe in 10th grade, 11th grade, whatever the case may be. Javen is truly unique, Jim. Javen, um, first of all, I believe his parents moved from Reading to West Reading, which is Wyoming Missing School District, when Javen was in fourth or fifth grade, which um, kudos to them because, you know, it really has had a positive impact on his life because if Javen went to Reading, I don't know if I would have heard of him or he would have reached out to me. I don't know what would have happened there. So here's what's crazy about Javen, Jim. Did not start in 10th grade for Wyoming, which is a AAA school. In fact, no sophomores started his sophomore year for Wyoming because we had 25 seniors and we went to the state championship game and we had a very good team. So no matter how good you were as a sophomore, you didn't start. So he actually did not get my number from any of the coaches, from anybody at Wyoming. I got an email, Jim, to RossTucker.com, like the form email on RossTucker.com, and it said, Mr. Tucker, my name is Javen Williams. And I was familiar with Javen and his brother, Richard, because he has a brother two years older than him, who's just as big and just as athletic, probably. Um, so they stick out like sore thumbs. And he said, I would like to play college football. And I thought, well, if this young man is taking the time to email me like this, I'm going to talk to him. So I emailed him back and I said, hey, here's my cell phone. Text me. We'll find a time to talk. Okay. We find a time to talk. He is like the most respectful kid I've ever talked to. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. I'm just so appreciative. Like, it's like, okay, man, I got it. I got it. And I watched his sophomore video. I said, Javen, you got a lot of physical ability. You're big. You move well. But you got a long way to go. Long way to go. So the things I told him, Jim, that he really needed to focus on, he needed to focus on initial quickness out of his stance and then finishing. So initial quickness out of his stance and then being able to finish every play. He was kind of a little slow out of his stance in 10th grade. He played a lot in 10th grade because why missing was had a lot of blowouts. So he played a lot of garbage time, right, second half. But he was a little slow out of his stance, and he would go and block the guy, Jim, and then just kind of stop. You know what I mean? Just kind of stay. I don't know if anybody told him that or not. So I said, those are the number one and number two things that people look for. Fast forward. I see his first three games. He sends me his best plays from his first three games. I remove some I don't think are quite as good. I would tell anybody this. Your highlight video is 90% of it. Well, let me take this back. 
Your physical measurables are 75% of it. How big are you? How fast are you? How quick are you? They're recruiting bodies more than they're recruiting players. But the way you showcase that is how you sequence your video. So he had some plays that he thought were good that I didn't. And then he had some plays that were awesome that were like 22 plays in. I said, no, 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 no. Your best play, that play has to be the first play. Your second best play, that one right there, has to be the second play. Because these guys don't have a lot of time. You need to make a great first impression where they're like, whoa, look at this kid. And then they watch it and there's, you know, it's three minutes. It only has to be three minutes. It only has to be 20 some plays. And, and that's enough. So after he did that, I sent it to guys I know at Penn State, at Pitt, at Rutgers, at Michigan, at Virginia Tech. Um, not sure where else I sent it, but those are the, the, definitely those are guys, you know, for, for the most part. And I guess it was maybe three days later, four days later, Pitt told me they were going to offer him a full scholarship after starting three games of high school football. He only played three games as a junior. So Pitt told me that, and I didn't say anything to him. They ended up offering him the next Monday. He was extremely excited. And now, Jim, they all have these Twitter algorithms where they know when a kid says, I got offered by so-and-so. So after that happened with Pitt, then it was like Boston College, Virginia Tech, West Virginia. Then uh, he went to a Penn State game that weekend. They offered. Then it was like Michigan State, Illinois. You know, that's just how it goes, right? Um, even like last week, it was kind of funny. He got offered by Oklahoma. They have a very well-known offensive line coach who's really good. Within three hours, USC offered him. You know why? Because the USC coaching staff came from Oklahoma they know that the O-line coach at Oklahoma knows what the heck he's doing. So then they offered Javen. So um, Saturday morning, I actually got together with him uh, and, a, and another Why Missing offensive lineman and their coach to go over some pass blocking stuff because Why Missing doesn't really throw the ball very much, and that's something he needs to work on. They both need to work on. They all need to work on, especially because that's a big part of these camps they go to. And then we went out to breakfast, and I just kind of told him, the lay of the land. Um, I knew he really liked Penn State. I said, if you know 100% that's where you want to go, you can commit there. I said, you can also start to take unofficial visits again in, in, in March. And I actually kind of encouraged him. I said, you could see Michigan, see Michigan State, see what you think. He had been to Pitt once, Rutgers once, Virginia Tech once, Penn State three times. And I think that's it. So I sort of encouraged him to go to visit Michigan, Michigan State, but I gave him the pros and cons. I said, if you don't feel like dealing with it anymore, if you know it's where you want to go, you don't want to waste other people's time or your own, you could commit. I'm like, you could also do official visits. In June, you could go to Ole Miss and uh, USC, Oklahoma, Michigan. Who knows what other offers you get by then? And um, so we left breakfast. And honestly, Jim, I didn't know. About an hour later, I see a tweet come through. He committed to Penn State. I did not know that was happening. I guess 
on the drive home from breakfast, he talked to his dad, and they decided that they didn't really want to take any more visits. Um, you know, it meant a lot to the family that Penn State's two and a half hours away. Um, I think they like the idea that Nick Singleton goes there. You know, he's from Reading as well. Uh, Joey Schlaufer, who's in Javen's class, is from there. And, you know, I always knew he had a soft spot in his heart for Penn State, but a lot of these kids do, and then they kind of see other schools and they change their mind. You know, they end up going somewhere else. But he felt comfortable doing it, and he's going to Penn State. I'm thrilled for him. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Penn State. I'm happy for us. Uh, but I did not – I don't ever steer these kids in any way. I mean, as evidence, a lot of them don't go to Penn State, you know. I mean, I, I tell them what I think are the pros and cons, and they ultimately make the decision that they think is best for them, and he wanted to do it. He wanted to get it over with and be able to move on to his track season, and so I'm happy for him. Real good, Ross. That was an easy segment for me. I got to ask one question. <laughs> All right, Ross. Thanks. It's really great to get that kind of inside information. I'm sure through the offseason we'll have more conversations about Javen. But next up, it's quarter number three. You all know what that means. It's time to take your questions and we ask Ross. Stay tuned for that. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross-check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. 